and welcome to Portalville. My name is Jen. Uh, I played a news reporter, August Potts, on the show. Behind the scenes, I also help with production. I'm joined by my husband, John, who produces and writes the Portalville series, which is sponsored by Cosmic Core Monthly Magazine. Uh, today, we have a special guest, actress Claire Cartwright, who just appeared in a very funny horror movie you may all know called Benny Loves You. Um, hello, Mrs. Cartwright. Hello. Hi. <laughs> so I think off the bat, let's um, let's get to know you and hear about your background. So it sounds like you had an interesting childhood. You were in Yorkshire and Uganda, and then I think eventually you got into doing theater. So let's yeah. hear about that, and then your transition to uh, into movies. Yeah. So my I was I was born in North Yorkshire, which for for people who don't know. England that well it's it's in the north um it's just below Scotland and um that's that's kind of where I was born and bred and, and educated but my dad when I was about I think I must have been about six he moved to Uganda his dad had lived in Uganda and um and so he moved back to be there um and so I would spend my school holidays visiting him and and staying there and so I'd have these two like incredibly different parts of, of growing up. One, which was, um, you know, if you're English, quite kind of conventional English. And then the other, which was really um, beautiful and, and Ugandan and, and amazing, but in a different way. Uh, so that's, that's kind of how I, how I grew up. And I, the, the drama thing, I joined... I guess it was my mum just trying to keep me out of trouble, um, which is the classic classic story of young people joining a drama group. It's usually because their parents are like, ah. Um, <laughs> and so I, I joined this sort of youth theatre company called Livewire, which did outdoor productions uh, okay. in, in summer in, in beautiful places. We, we, and it was, it was all kids. I mean, I guess, I don't know how old the oldest person was, but we like teenagers basically. Yeah. Um, and and so that's when I started performing. Okay. Like we have we have a six-year-old daughter who's she's oh, really? very yeah. into like performing and doing karaoke, and we're trying to get her into drama. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And is she showing is she show is she keen? Oh yeah. <laughs> like she'll come down, right. like, we have all these Disney dresses and she'll put performances on. I'm like, I think you need to get into like theater or drama or something. Yeah, it sounds to me like there's a calling and she's uh, <laughs> she's all for it. That's that's amazing. Yeah. That's so great. Um, also exhausting. I know as a dramatic child that I was probably pretty exhausting for anybody who would sort of get into my space. I'd just be like, hey, want to see something? Yeah, that's how our daughter is right now. So you're probably very creative then growing up and it was difficult to sleep and hold still, huh? So you're always I thinking. I feel like, I feel like I have quite a, you know, one of those brains that's maybe a bit both sides because I'm, I'm, I've got a, I'm a ball of energy in a Duracell bunny, but also um, I, I sleep really well. Yeah. If you know what I mean, I'll yeah. like go, 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 and then I'll just, she doesn't sleep. She doesn't sleep. <laughs> oh, she doesn't sleep, does she not? Has she ever slept? No. 
No. <laughs> she was just always going, always thinking. Really? But, yeah. but you know, I heard Tesla as a kid didn't sleep. So maybe she's brilliant. I wouldn't put that pressure on her. But... Maybe it's the sign of being a genius. It's not pressure. It's just like a lofty goal to attain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think she'll I think she'll she'll get it. And I Tesla's love not- that you had the two different cultures growing up. That's something that I didn't have. And I really want our kids to experience that because you know, you're know you not in this one little bubble. There's other cultures around the world. And I think that just like really shapes who you are as an adult. So I just, I love that you had that experience. Yeah. Do you know, I was, I was my brother lives there now um, with my his wife and my cousin. So we've, we've still, we're still there um, and I was, I saw them the other day, they were back and I was kind of saying, I think when you're young, you perhaps, you don't really know anything and so you take a lot of things for granted and I would, you know, as a teenager, my mum died, my, sorry, dad died when I was 12 and, but, and my brother moved out there um, at that point and, but I used, a teenager used to go out and visit my brother and we would go to like, you know, a local bar. And I would sit there in this, in this Ugandan bar and, and, you know, and we had like different friends, but it, I, I never thought to kind of stop and be like, wow, this is amazing at the time. I would just do it. And now I sort of look back on it. I'm like, oh my God, that's mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah. So wonderful. Um, and, and like, I went, backpacking around Uganda and Kenya and and went slightly tiny bit into the Congo when I was 12 and my with my sister who was 18 just us two for like a month or something isn't that wild I mean my mum definitely definitely did not know that that was the plan and my dad who was quite actually no, no no I can't have been 12 I was 10 or 11 yeah yeah I saw a blurb saying you had gone into the Congo yeah, I know. I, that I was, was like, pretty short-lived. I was like, yeah, I'm sure that was a cool hike. I got to ask her about that. I didn't know it was like, yeah. like a month. I know, yeah, no. I wasn't in the Congo for a month. I was in the Congo really briefly. Oh, I think we, yeah. we felt like, you know, we it was it, the infrastructure wasn't that easy to, like, get around. So we, we weren't there for very long. But, but yeah, we took a, a proper trip um, around uh, particularly Uganda and Kenya, just me as a 10-year-old and my sister as an 18-year-old. Um, because my dad was like not a very responsible father and was just like, yeah, see you later. Have a lovely time. Have fun uh, yeah, yeah. I think my mom thought that he was going to come with us, but I, that wasn't communicated. Um, yeah. So that's what we did. So, so, and at the time I was like, well, sure, you know, here I am. I've been, you know, Uganda, Uganda's my home as well. So, yeah. and this is my sister. She's, she's ancient. She's 18. So this <laughs> fine yeah adult you're fine <laughs> yeah exactly what could possibly go wrong <laughs> well I guess your childhood in theater has um really evolved you know now that you're in in movies it wasn't just like you know pastime it's actual career you know which is amazing yeah. um so for our viewers and listeners who may not have seen Benny Loves You yet uh can you describe what fans of horror can expect with this film and the character that you play so what can you expect I think I think best to go in 
with no expectations because it's mad. <laughs> so I think just expect nothing to be as you are expecting it to be. And that would probably help. Um, expect comedy. I think, I don't know, you guys might be able to tell me, but is it is it particularly British, the comedy? Yes, and you know, I was telling her, to me it's like um, a cross between Shaun of the Dead, yeah, also right. British, um, but also kind of with Chucky. Uh, Chucky, like Child's Play, yeah. something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, uh, the the Cornetto trilogy, which is which is the Shaun of the Dead um, uh, trilogy with um, oh my god, now I've suddenly forgotten the names of the other two in it. Anyway, but they're that sort of flavor. They're they're yes, um, the kind of madcap, um, silly, super silly, as silly as you can get. Um, and and I think that it's the horrors there, you know. There 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 are. It's it's a it's a film that really enjoys and leans into both aspects of of that. The the comedy is such a vital part of it, and and the horror as well. You know, the the um, um, uh, the director is such a huge. Well, God, director, writer, producer, actor, editor. You know, he did everything. Um, but he is a huge horror fan. And so it was, I think when you're watching a horror, you can really tell when it's been made by a, a horror fan because there's yeah. so much heart and love and, you know, kind of respect for the, for the genre and the, the films that have come before that have inspired the people to make films themselves or, yeah. you know, just to watch them. It's it's such a I feel like the horror genre and people fans of horror movies makers of horror movies are such a um, such a passionate breed. They're such a um, kind of devoted, amazing group of people. Just sort of meeting some of them along the road of this journey. It's so nice. They they really love their genre and and passionately support it, which is amazing because it's amazing to be in a film that's part of that because you really get swept up mm -hmm. yeah and I could just tell because you asked if it was like particularly British you know and and the part that I, I like how it's blunt there's like these blunt lines like you suck at life you know and then there's yeah. like the, <laughs> the, the, the dry humor yeah where no one's laughing it's not like cheesy or corny it's very dry like that's what I love you know and then and then there's things going around around them and they don't even notice you know yeah. <laughs> like fans of like like the 80s gory child's play movies like stuff yeah. like that or like puppet master they're really gonna love it yeah it's a lot of Gore, gore and some good kills in there. Yeah, there's a lot of gore, and I think, but the gore feeds into somehow feeds into the comedy. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Is it because yeah. it's extreme some of it, and you're like really shocking, and you can't do anything other than laugh because, you know, it's it's kind of that kind of of gore which which a lot of people really enjoy. Well, well comedy and horror they they work so well together too, because they both kind of build up attention to like their their punchline mm -hmm. like there's that yeah. one scene in the movie spoiler alert mm -hmm. where uh i think benny had killed someone right and he, and jack's in <laughs> the kitchen talking to the two cops but the body's like in a little cabinet yeah. just slowly yeah. like falling they, they don't even notice 
there's like this tension there, but you're like, you're laughing the whole time. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a, um, it's a really, and it all, you know, it's, it's down to the editing as well, it, like building that. And it's, it's, mm -hmm. my face really hurt when I was watching it. I think partly because I was sort of laughing and partly because I felt really tense. <laughs> at all time, at all points, you're like, oh God, um, worried about, um, worried about what's going to happen next. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess that can lead us into our next question. Do you have any funny or terrifying stories from the set? Um, just feel free to embarrass anyone you want. We won't bleep out their name, but even if you want to embarrass yourself. I can't, I, so the problem is, is that I, we filmed this so long ago. Like we, I can't, we must have filmed this six years ago, something like that. So all those memories around the set, we, we stayed in the house oh, that we filmed in. Yeah. Like I can't, I cannot describe to you how little budget this film had. It was amazing. There was no crew. Yeah. There was no anybody, everyone was, everyone was just doing everything, making food, you know, holding a boom if you weren't doing something else. It was, it was amazing. And we, it's, it, it's a really nice house. I mean, it's a, it's a lovely house, but it had been designed to be creepy because it's the set of, of a horror movie. And so there was definitely moments where you'd like, sleepily get up to go to the bathroom or something and there'd be just a head <laughs> in the in the hallway as you were walking to the bathroom and you'd be like oh god or or um a severed head. a stuffed dog just lying there with blood and, and yeah. guts coming out of it so it was it was kind of like a house of horrors where you stay overnight and are, are working there um I'm immersed how long were you there? I, I it was a few weeks, but they weren't all back to back. Um, so I guess probably I was filming for maybe like three or four weeks, something like that. I, again, oh. I, I apologize. My memory is <laughs> really, it's, it's not very clear anymore, but I, yeah, I was there for, I guess, all in all, because it was in two different, location so so we shot some of the office stuff a bit later but all in all yeah filming for a few weeks but it wasn't it wasn't like a whole month in the house of horrors um, <sighs> well still though i mean you like you're like immersed and then yeah. you wake up and then open your eyes and there's like the benny stuffy yeah. just sitting there <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and you're just like eating your sandwich next to him watching like, yeah um and uh there was there it was yeah it was amazing there was friends and and parents and people just really getting this movie made which made it really fun i mean it was like yeah. no other film set that i've ever been on because usually you have well it, i mean it's completely different you've got a thousand people on set and and um this was this was just basically like a little family 
unit and we were all absolutely in it and making it and and it's so nice because you when there's when there's that few people you can tweak you can play um in a way that's more difficult actually when there are 50 people to worry about in terms of timing or whatever it is so we we would film all night sometimes we would really just go and go and go and um it was a it was a real kind of guerrilla um filmmaking style that was that was really um liberating in lots of ways it was it was great and and everyone on it was just lovely i've got a terrible um what's the word habit it's not really a habit i can't help it but i get terrible giggles um and really struggle especially if you're filming something like that and lots of things are just funny and wild and mad to look at um so i would get hysterical like shaking with laughter giggles in the middle of a scene and if i wasn't on camera then they'd just keep going and someone else would have to do their scene with me (laughs) deeply unprofessional i'm very embarrassed about it (laughs) so there's like a good stage too uh, i've done it on stage there's a good blooper reel out there somewhere we haven't oh, seen probably that. i would imagine there is an amazing blooper reel out there somewhere yeah yeah get that blu-ray dvd finally or something exactly exactly <laughs> have you so you guys um have you seen or heard that they've got the the benny loves you stuffed toy you know okay no i didn't but i was maybe it's just because i was on amazon mm-hmm. i was looking around for a stuffy I thought maybe I'd do like a gag for this little interview. I could find my line, so it probably worked out for the best, but. Yeah, probably, probably. But they did, yeah, they, they're making them. I'm not sure where they're available, maybe not in the US yet. Um, but I mean, I say I'm sure, I actually don't know, but um, I, I know that some people have now got their very own Benny, which may or may not be a good idea. <laughs> no, you know what? I got a story though. Speaking of, so if we get one, we'll be in big trouble because we have a four-year-old, right? Yeah. So I was making like this little advertisement to kind of promote this interview after we recorded. I had, uh, I was just like in my zone and I didn't know my son had come behind me and I hear him go, dad, why does that stuffy have a knife? (laughs) Right. And I was like, oh, so I tried to shut it down, but my Photoshop wasn't responding so I couldn't close the file and then the next day he had called us up in the middle of the night saying he had a nightmare oh, so he's no. been having nightmares about this movie he hasn't seen it but just, no. the, imagery. just so, the image so if we have a stuffy in this house no it can't happen again. absolutely not it absolutely can't happen my uh, my nephew uh is really into movies but he's like nine and he was like, oh, well, when can I watch it? It's like, no, no never. <laughs> like, no, no, I, mean, I, don't, I don't get scared. I don't get scared. I was like, no. But we can do <laughs> stuffy like that, that elf on a shelf, though. No, the elf on the shelf scary enough for me. Just kind of- <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, so I wanted to ask, um, in the movie, there's a surprise moment where your childhood doll comes back. This is another spoiler. Yes. Um, seeking revenge on you and then there's a battle um, has this situation if if it happened in real life what childhood toy of yours from your past uh, do you think would be hell-bent on destroying you 
I don't know. I can't quite believe that I'm about to reveal this, but I still have a, a stuffed animal. Like I still have a teddy that you I love that now. very deeply. Um, so he certainly wouldn't because I've been loyal to him. Mm -hmm. um so he'll stick around but there was I was definitely one of those kids where I would have all of my teddies in my bed and there'd be like a tiny corner for me to sleep in and my mom was always like take some of these out you don't have any room I was like no no I love them and then there was quite a brutal cull at one point so honestly I think probably there'd be a gang of them Mm. And they'd be led, I think they'd be led by a, a big, I called it Thumper, which I'm pretty sure every kid who'd ever seen Bambi mm-hmm. would have called their rabbit. Um, and I would imagine it would have been led by, by Thumper because Thumper was a particular favourite. And then one day I was just like, because Thumper was big too, you got to get out of here. Um, so yeah, there'd be a gang of angry teddies and they'd be terrifying. <laughs> I had um, the first movie I ever saw in the movie theater was The Lion King. Oh, and right. It was the very first one I ever saw. Love it. And so I had a Simba stuffy that I had all the time. Right. I had a Simba stuffed animal. I have no idea what happened to it. I don't remember. Oh, you're in trouble then. Yeah. Oh, I wow. So that just casually stopped being a part of your life and there was no ceremony to it. I know. I don't remember anything about it. It's gone. Oh, wow. You would be in so much trouble. Yeah, yeah Simba's, Simba's the one that's going to come through if ever the teddies revolt. Yeah. Well, with this in mind, we have a little fun activity to try. Okay. It's a game for it, okay? Yes. Okay, so this is kind of like a, like a warm-up game they do in drama classes, okay? okay. <laughs> have you done it? <laughs> have you ever played one word at a time? Uh, yes. Oh, there oh, we go. It. I have it, so this is going to be bad for me. <laughs> oh, well, I'm a, I'm a drama student. Well, hang on. Let me just double check that it's the same one as I play. So we, we like, tell a story using one word at a time and going in order. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know this one. So I'm going to say the rules for the audience. You already kind of set them. So yeah, here are the rules. So you'll be given a situation or scene by the director which today is going to be me. I'm copping out of this. <laughs> oh, hang on. You're not, you're not playing. <laughs> I got you two. Maybe you should play. Ugh. Maybe we should, should all play. <laughs> we should all play. Yeah. One of you will say a single word, and the next will say a single word to continue the sentence or the story and so on. So it's kind of like an improv, like ad yeah. game. Uh, you'll create a scene together one word at a time. So here's what I'm going to do. Here's the situation. I am the esteemed director. But maybe, hey, maybe your actor, director, writer. Yeah, you're, you're, you know, producer, editor. Directors also act in their own. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, well, here's the, here's the scene. Scene. You are both on a trip to Portalville. You enjoy a relaxing evening at a party, reminiscing old times. You're there too. But, uh-oh. Suddenly you hear screaming, you look around, and there are your disgruntled, long lost toys. I guess in this case, an army of teddies led by Thumper, Thumper. Uh, Simba, by Thumper. Mm-hmm. and I guess in my case, Randy Raccoon. <laughs> Randy Raccoon, wow. They're, an- they're animated, 
they're very much alive and they have mur murdered the entire guest list. You are both next, or I guess in this case, I'm included. Yeah, Your yeah. only hope of living is to either fight the demonic toys or escape the party. So the whole scene is going to be us. I was trying to get out of this, but I guess I'm included. Mm -hmm. And uh, is this, this is dialogue rather than description, mm -hmm. is yeah. it? Fine. Great. Oh, yeah. We're trying to figure out how to escape our <laughs> the thumpy thumper gang and uh, thumper gang. Simba and Randy Raccoon. <laughs> so they, I mean, are they all in the same gang or are they all leading separate gangs all at once? That's a good question. I think Randy Raccoon has got in line and he's with Thumper and the gang now. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. So they all communicated before coming here and yeah. joined forces. Terrifying. <laughs> mm -hmm. So we'll do maybe like 90 seconds. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. So okay, who's going to start? You're going to start? Uh, I'll start it, I guess. Yeah. You, Claire, <laughs> me. Yeah, great. The timer? Okay. Yeah. I'll hit the timer. Oh. My God. We must get a dog on the chase after Thumper has a chainsaw. Oh no. <gasps> but we could never capture. Randy Raccoon. Or Thumper. Because uh, they have grenades <laughs> in the yard. Oh, and that's two words. Yard. What is coming or, or us. We must leave without fighting them <laughs> using machetes <laughs> and. I can't, I can't go on. Well, time's <laughs> up. I think we failed. See, I think Claire did the best. She knows what she's doing. I don't know that that was a good scene. Mm -mm, no, there Cuts. was grenades and there was machetes and... I, 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 I think there was confusion as to whether we were or were not going to fight before we yeah, left. I, know. I thought we were going to fight and then, and then you decided, we decided not to. I think my mistake was saying they had grenades. Yeah. Can't really escape that. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> um, I did want to ask you though when I was watching the movie I saw that uh, there was like this montage of all of you preparing to fight you know um, yeah any yeah and you're setting up all your booby traps and I saw that the uh, the character Jack was testing out a flamethrower and like did it right above your head and you looked like sincerely shocked I wanted to ask <laughs> if that was planned <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think we used a real flamethrower just above my head. I'm pretty sure we didn't. I would remember that, wouldn't I? 
um, that that was just excellent acting. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow, she looked shit like was not ready. <laughs> but it's the sort of thing where it it probably would have um, would have happened. There was there was a lot of quite surprising things that I wasn't uh, wasn't fully ready for. So uh, I don't think he I don't think he almost burnt me alive with the flamethrower. So. <laughs> like right over your head, you're like, oh. I was like, Whoa. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I think we're on um, where where can we keep up to date with your current and future film projects and social media? Um, so social media, oh my goodness, I'm on Instagram. I think Claire.s.cart, right? Is my handle. Um, and I um, that's kind of it on social media. I don't, I'm not, I'm not brilliant at it. Yeah. I need to get better. Um, but I tend to, yeah, I tend to post on there about things that are coming up. I'm, uh, I'm producing a play in London, um, which probably for most of your listeners is a bit far um to, to come <laughs> you never know you never know if anyone's around London in September then um come to that uh and and so yeah that's that's where on on Instagram and IMDB and awesome. that sort of place <laughs> well thank you so much for spending time with us uh -huh. um, oh thank you so we're much happy for having to out more about you yeah, and thanks really appreciate it yeah <laughs> Oh, well, you're so welcome. Thanks for the game. Um, it was it was really fun. And thank you so much for asking me on. It was great. Yeah, thank you. And everybody out there, go see this film. Benny Loves You. It's on demand. Go see it now. If you're a horror fan, horror comedy, you got to see it. Yeah. And until next time, uh, have a wonderful twilight. Bye. Thank you so much, Claire. Yeah, thanks a lot. Oh, thank you. I'm so sorry. I my niece came in at the end. Uh, oh, started trying to talk to me, and I was like, trying to concentrate, and totally lost my train of thought. So, all my <laughs> sentences started being like, "It's okay. We're hiding our children upstairs right now. We gave them snacks. You, like, watch Netflix. Yeah. Don't make a peep." Do not come in here. No, I know. I'm. Um, yeah, I thought everyone was downstairs safely, but she yeah. she snuck up. <laughs> no, it's quite all right. And I wish you the best of luck on your play. Thank you so much. That's really kind. Thank you. Yeah. Best of luck with everything you guys are doing in your podcast and the whole thing. Thank, Thank you. you. Have Thanks a lot. great night, Claire. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Take care. Bye.